Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Pepsodent Show, starring Bob Hope. <laughs> We hope you're feeling fine. Just sit back and recline. Bob Hope will call to wish you all a happy 39. Ah, thank you so much. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is the Pepsodent Kid, Bob Hope, making a living by the skin of other people's teeth. (laughs) Yes, sir. I suppose the Christmas spirit (laughs) fills you all with faith and charity, so tonight I'm here to give you hope. Isn't that cute? My kid brother wrote that. I wait till I catch him. My sponsor was very nice to me this Christmas. He sent over a beautiful gift, a big cabinet radio with nine tubes of Pepsodent. He's happy. He's very happy. I asked him the other day if we were selling Pepsodent, and he said, you're doing great work, Hope. You've got half the country foaming at the mouth. I had a nice Christmas this year. I got some nice presents. I just about broke even. One... uh, One present took me four hours to unwrap. Can you imagine anyone sending me an Egyptian mummy? (laughs) Goodwin bought me an ice box of cigars. I smoked two of them Christmas morning and spent the rest of the day in an iron lung. (laughs) Skinny Edison, the band chipped in and gave me a beautiful deep purple necktie. I turned it over and on the front side it said, Welcome Legionnaires. The choir, Six Sits and a Miss, gave me a beautiful watch. I don't know where they got it, but I passed a pawn shop this morning, and I tried to jump back in the window. (laughs) I got some nice Christmas cards, too. I got one from Hedy Lamar. That's the first envelope I've ever seen that steamed itself open. (laughs) Say, Bill, tell the ladies and gentlemen who we have with us tonight, will you? All right, Bob. Tonight, we're very happy to present as our guest one of the most popular teams on the radio, those Pine Ridge favorites, Lum and Abner. Then we have Skinny Ennis and his band, Six Hits and a Miss, Honey Child, Jerry Colonna, through the courtesy of Warner Brothers, and Bob Hope, through. I am not. I have an uncle at Paramount. That's Bill Goodwin. That's Bill Goodwin, ladies and gentlemen. Just look at Goodwin's shiny teeth. (laughs) Seven Snow Whites with one dopey. You, uh... You should have seen him at Skinny's Christmas party. He hung some mistletoe over the goldfish bowl, and it was awfully embarrassing. Every time I walked into the room, one of the goldfish puckered up her lips. <laughs> what happened? How'd that get in this? <laughs> I danced with one of them. She was so dumb, she thought a coming out party was a parole. <laughs> 
Oh, she was a swell dresser, though, a regular clothes horse. <laughs> In fact, she and Seabiscuit could wear the same things. <laughs> Before the dinner, Skinny served sandwiches, not exactly sandwiches, breadcrumbs with Russian dressing, but I made, I made sure I got mine. As a matter of fact, I ate so many tongue sandwiches, I could hold a conversation with my stomach. Kerosene. <laughs> First time I ever got indigestion and had my oil changed at the same time. <laughs> but dinner was no fun. There was a crooked roulette wheel in the next room, and the magnet kept pulling the knives and forks out of our hands. <laughs> After dinner, they served coffee and bandages, and then... <laughs> hey, pardon me, Bob. Bob, there's a girl here who wants to see you. Has she got a face? Yeah, and she wants to see me. That's funny. Well, send her in. Things are picking up. Well, hiya, Mr. Hope. Well, honey child. Well, well. <laughs> honey child. In person, Mr. Hope. Honey child, I haven't seen you since we finished that program in New York two years ago. You finished it, Mr. Hope. I was just an innocent bystander. <laughs> well, tell me, honey child, how do the folks down south like my program? Why, Mr. Hope, every Tuesday night, my father calls all the workers in from the cotton plantation. He wants them to hear my program, then. Why, no, Mr. Hope. He wants some cotton for his ears. <laughs> Same old honey child. Say, Mr. Hope, who's that handsome man over there? Oh, you mean that pair of teeth covered with tweed? That's Bill Goodwin, uh, honey child. <laughs> I'd sure like to meet him. I was afraid of that. Come here, Goodwin. Honey child, I want you to meet Bill Goodwin. Hello, honey child. Hello, Bill. Gosh, you're pretty. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> you ought to be in pictures. Oh, Pepson had just signed Bill for a picture. He's playing Rhett Goodwin and Gone with the Erium. <laughs> hiya, fellas. Well, hiya, Skinny. I want you to meet Honey Chow, Skinny. Well, look who's here. Hello, dog face. <laughs> well, hello, Stinky. Do you two know each other? Why, sure, Bob. We grew up together. Dogface, are your folks still living in that cave? <laughs> Why, Stinky, you know we haven't lived in that cave since Paul started wearing shoes? Ah, oh, the good old days down south. Yeah, down south we'd mash up our corn, and when we got through, we'd have a quart of liquor. Yeah, and up north here, we mash up our corn, and when we get through, we've got a program. <laughs> Well, Bob, it sure is fun meeting all the boys on your program. Well, there's one fellow you haven't met, honey child. He's been delayed because he's still feeling a few ill effects from his Christmas dinner. Greetings, Kate. Let's bicarbonate. <laughs> well, Professor Colota, Professor, I want you to meet honey child, the pride of the Southland. Greetings, you all. Pardon my southern drawl. <laughs> you mean drool. <laughs> oh, Professor, you from the South? Ah, yes, Gatus. <laughs> Well, I remember the days of the old plantation. For many years, we lived on the old manse. And now the old manse living on us. I didn't know you were from the South, Professor. Remember the old plantation and the magnolias? Surely you remember the magnolias. Ah, yes. I heard they were divorced. <laughs> Pardon me, Colonel Cloner. Did anyone ever call your head the solid South? Yes. My whole family trees from the South. The suit. I mean, the South. <laughs> First, there was my pappy. Then there was my mammy. And what a mammy. The sun shines east. The sun shines west. But I don't wear the sun shines best. Help, I'm Al Jolson. Help, Help Skinny, the music. Take it Rock away. All right, Rock Professor. That'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> 
and a miss singing Crazy Rhythm. Say, Bill, have Lum and Adman shown up yet? No, not yet, Bob. Oh, well, Bill, I'll go and look for them, and while I'm going, you say a few words to the boss, will you? All right, Bob. Folks, pepsodent toothpaste with irium is like a diamond with a brighter sparkle, like a flower with a finer perfume, like a songbird with an extra octave. Because why? Because irium is the remarkable new cleansing agent that says to pepsodent, quick march there, brother, remove those surface stains from teeth. Charge that dull overlay. Route all dinginess. Hustle along with that polishing. Leave those teeth clean as a new snowflake. And let them shine with natural brilliance. Pepsodent plus irium means extra cleanliness for your teeth, extra freshness for your mouth. That's what you can have every day of your life by brushing your teeth twice a day with Pepsodent toothpaste containing irium. Only in Pepsodent toothpaste do you get the extra benefits of irium because Pepsodent is the only toothpaste that contains irium. Uh, Granny, is this the place all right, Abner? Is this a Pepsodent show, Lum? Must be. Nobody's laughing. <laughs> Wonder where the feller's at. I don't know, and I don't care. I never wanted to come up here in the first place. Well, I told you I made a deal where we'd get $10 apiece. And besides, two heads is always better than one. Well, I don't care. I don't... Huh? <laughs> What'd you say about them two heads? I said two heads is better than one. I mean... Be a right smart more expense, old I'm having two heads. Have to buy two haircuts at a time, two pair of spectacles. Well, Abner, I ain't talking about one man with two heads. I'm talking about two men with one head. Or two men with two heads. Uh... Four between them, huh? No, I said, wait a minute. How many heads have you got? I ain't got but one. It ain't me. I don't think it is. Who, who ain't you? That two-headed feller, whoever he is. It's me and you I'm talking about. Both of us can have more ideas with two heads. 
Yeah, we had them, we could, I reckon. <laughs> That'd be mighty handy, all right. A feller could eat with one mouth and drink with the other. <laughs> you, you might get in an argument with yourself, though, Lon, you know what? <laughs> You've got the awfulest imagination I've ever seen on a human. <laughs> Wait a minute, here comes that feller now. Well, he ain't got but one head. How'd he do, sir? Well, Lum and Abner, ladies and gentlemen, Lum and Abner. <laughs> Well, I see you fellas finally got here, huh? Yeah, I brung my partner. Abner, this is a feller you've heard a thousand times on the radio. Well? You shake hands with Mr... What'd you call your name again? <laughs> name is Hope. Oh, I've heard you. You're that uh, I hope, I hope, I hope feller, ain't you? <laughs> no, no, that isn't me. You're thinking about the wrong program. <laughs> no, I'm thinking about the right program. You're just the wrong feller. <laughs> Don't give my sponsors any ideas. Now, look, fellas, I got a little play I want you to do tonight. Well, good evening, Abner. Good evening, Frank. Yeah, excuse me. Howdy, Frank. Frank who? Where? Huh? Oh, nobody. I, I was just wondering if I did have two heads, how I'd speak to myself. <laughs> Pardon me, Lum. Uh, what is Abner talking about? Don't pay no attention to him, Mr. Hope. He's got an idea. He's got two heads. Yeah. I've got an idea. They're both empty. Now, the first scene of our play... Is in the frozen north where the nights are six months long. Six months long? Granny, it'd be all right. A feller could come in late of a night up there, and next morning his wife would say, what time did you get in last night? And he'd have to say, oh, long about January or February. <laughs> She'd say, it weren't no such a thing. I heard you. It was way up in April when you got in. <laughs> oh, that's fine, Lum, but let's get on with the play. Now, you play that's the part long, of an old moose trapper. Uh, oh, what? Yes, an old moose trapper. You trap no, mooses. No, he don't. I trap he what? Mooses? Yes, you trap in this part of the country. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Abner, Abner, will you hash that up for goodness sake? Mr. Hope's trying to explain his play to us here. Well, Frank started it. <laughs> is this still the Pepsodent Show? Lum, who is Frank? Oh, it's nothing, Mr. Hope. Abner just calls that other head of his, Frank. Yeah. And Frank said, Lum... Abner, if you mention Frank one more time, I'm going to whop you one. Now, go ahead. Yeah. See there, Smarty, I told you not to be... Go smart. ahead with the play, Mr. Hope. Do I fall in love with a beautiful girl? No, not so fast, Lum. Don't cross your bridges until you come to them. Huh? <laughs> Where's the bridge at, Mr. Hope? San Francisco. Now, look, Abner, it's, it's just a figure of speech. There isn't any bridge. Well, what you telling us not to cross it for, then? All right, then. We've crossed the bridge. We're on the other side. Now, let's get on with the play. Well, how'd we get over here? Oh, for heaven's sakes, Abner. We rode across. Now, go ahead, Mr. Hope. Well, you're going through the frozen north, and you meet another old moose trapper and his daughter. Is she pretty? Yes, she's snow blind. She's what? Snow blind. Wait a minute, Abner, for goodness sake. you please taste that? Well, I was just taking up for you. Frank said you was backwoods in. Oh, my goodness, Mr. Hope. He's back to that Frank again. Oh, look, Lum, we've got to get on with the play. Can't you keep him quiet? I can't do nothing with him, Mr. Hope. I brung him up here, but that's all I can do. Yeah, I know. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. You can... Huh? Go ahead, Mr. <laughs> well, uh, uh, whose horse won't drink, Mr. Hope? Abner, anybody's horse. Well, what's the matter with the horse? There ain't nothing the matter with him. Well, there must be something the matter with the water, then, if the horse won't drink. <laughs> Abner, if you say horse one more time, I'm going to clunk you right on top of the head. 
Oh. That's the most encouraging thing you've said tonight, love. Now comes the big scene of the play. Yeah. You're walking across the snow and you come to the river, but the bridge has been washed away. Well, no wonder we couldn't cross it a while. <laughs> Look, a blizzard's blowing, the bridge is down. You get in a boat and row across the river. Oh. Right? Now, is that all right for you? Yeah, Adam? that's all right for me, but uh, how are we going to get the horse across? And, <laughs> and I told him I'd do a play tonight. Now, there ain't no use to argue with this. It's just like putting off till tomorrow what you can do today. Well, I was... A... Huh? <laughs> and another thing, how about the money you said you was going to give us? Yeah, that's right. You said you, we'd get $10 a piece. Yes, sir. Well, all right, fellas. Here's $10 for you, Lum, and here's $10 for you, Adler. Thanks for coming in on our show, and I want to wish you both a very happy New Year. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Hope, and uh, same to you. Come on, Abner. Yeah, let's get out of here. That Hope's the worst mixed-up feller I've ever seen. Good night, life. Mr. Hope. Good night, Lemon Abner. <laughs> well, that's, that's one bridge we've crossed. And now Skinny Ennis sings, What Is This Thing Called Love? Wait, 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 just who can solve its mystery? Why did it make a fool of me? I saw you there one wonderful day. You took my heart and threw it away. saw you there one wonderful day and you took my heart and threw it away that's why I asked the law because although her conversation sparkled her teeth did not she knows better now she switched to pepsodent tooth powder with irium and now her teeth do shine irium is the lively ingredient that gives pepsodent its extra cleansing qualities it helps Pepsodent quickly, effectively, gently remove dingy surface stains from your teeth. A twice-a-day brushing with Pepsodent plus Irium leaves your teeth ever so clean, persuades them to reveal their full natural brightness, keeps them at high shining luster. No other tooth powder is quite like Pepsodent because no other powder contains Irium. So if you want Irium's extra benefits, then use Pepsodent tooth powder twice a day. 
And now Bob Hope brings you his version of that popular song hit, Who Blew Out the Flame? We now take you to the Eagle Knob Firehouse, where we find that fearless firefighter, Fire Chief Hope. Oh, you the spot. Hello, Eagle Knob Fire Department. You light them, we fight them. Chief Hope speaking. Well, the boys are playing badminton, and I hate to disturb them. But the walls are falling, the roof is crashing, and people are jumping from the windows. Well, call us back when it gets out of hand. Ah, <laughs> oh, me, Eagle Knob Firehouse. People come and people go, but nothing ever happens. Gee, Chief, I wish things would pick up around here. I haven't seen a fire hydrant since the last time I got a ticket for parking. Yeah. <laughs> so long since we've seen those hydrants, they're going to the dogs. <laughs> Come in. Hello, Chief Hope. I'm from the City Waterworks. Sorry we can't let you have any more water on <laughs> Say, boss, I was just thinking, which of those two fires last month was the warmest? The one at Madeline Carroll's or Haiti Lamar's? Oh, the one at Madeline's that was hotter than Haiti's. <laughs> Hello. When you rescue a girl, do you hold her tightly and carry her to safety? Yes. And do you whisper sweet words of encouragement to her as you hold her in your big, strong arms? Yes, we do. Come on over. I'm starting the fire. <laughs> Hello. Remember I told you I before and told you my house was on fire? Yes. Well, it's still burning. Would you like to come over for the housewarming? <laughs> May I have the next dance? Fine, but you'll find a little uncomfortable for dancing. Why, no room? No, no floor. <laughs> Say, Bill, answer the phone. The phone? Well, Bob, it didn't ring. I know, but do you have to wait until the last minute? <laughs> See, smarty. <laughs> Hello? Did I hear you needed a fire? Why? Well, I'm not doing anything tonight. Who are you? Mrs. O'Leary's cow. <laughs> Mrs. O'Leary's cow, tell me, is it true that you started the Chicago fire? It's a lot of bull. <laughs> well, listen, Leary, if I want you, how can I reach you? Call the stockyards and ask for babies. And if a man answers... Yes? It'll be milking time. <laughs> First fire department I've ever seen in the phone booth. Hello? Right in it so we'll know where the fire is. Okay, Steve. Cheese. <laughs> Goodman, hop in the fire engine. Let's roll. This is an emergency. All right. Chief. Chief, there's Honey Child. Bill, if we don't get her out of that burning building soon, we'll have southern fried chicken. <laughs> well, come on, Bob. Let's go. Honey Child, we come to save you. Come, this room is in flames. General Lee, you southerners never give up. Come on, let's get out of here. <laughs> with you. I just remembered I got a date with another fireman. Another fireman? Who is it? Feeding's gate. Let's suffocate. <laughs> a fighter, too. Many is the quiet night we spent around our fireside. In fact, as someone once remarked at our fireside, quote, my friends, unquote. <laughs> Without your love, the stars above don't shine the same. Who blew out the flame? 
69 with you and thank you so much and thanks for the memory of Lum and Abner's team to say you were supreme would sessant would be knowing your listening's been pleasant and bringing cheer throughout the year. Hey, excuse me, Bob, but who's going to be with us next week? Well, Bill, next week we're going to have with us that charm. <laughs> Lum and Abner appeared on this program through the courtesy of General Foods, the makers of Postum. What is this thing called love is from Wake Up and Dream. Until next Tuesday night at the same time, the Pepsodent Company bids you good night. Bill Goodwin speaking. This is the National Broadcasting Company.